0: Do you feel like you've had a bit of a pivot in your business lately? Hi, I'm Candace, And over the last six months, I spent 300 hours talking to clients in eight different countries. I asked the question, how can I serve them even more? And the Align Your Business Summit was born. I handpicked 16 powerful, heart centered business entrepreneurs, conscious leaders, and visionaries to help support you in your pivot with their wisdom and lots of free gifts. Please join me for the next 16 days here on the intuitive business podcast for your first step to move into the next level of you. Speaking of steps, step number two is sign up for my free gift of a live group Akashic Record Reading. All you have to do is go to bit.ly forward slash align summit to sign up for emails that will lead you to your free gift, a live group Akashic Record Reading, where you too can ask questions from the wisdom of your soul. See you there. Hi, everybody, and welcome back. Today, I have Carolyn Botino. Carolyn is an author, a speaker, and the founder of Mo- the Money Empowerment Project. She is passionate about helping business women, business owners, and solo. Become BFFs with their money, honey. <laughs> I put the honey word in there. <laughs> Her international best selling book, The Land of Plenty A Solopreneur's Guide to Finding Joy, Possibility, and Abundance Through Money Empowerment, has been featured on the Spirited Women's Top 12 Book Picks list. For 2020. Woohoo! Go girl. <laughs> Caroline loves the sunshine and her happy place is anywhere near water. Ooh, me too. You can often find her with her toes in the pool <laughs> or in the sand. She believes she was a mermaid in a past life. Oh, yes, yeah, I, love I love that. <laughs> that. <laughs> Go mermaids. I think I was too. I'll tell you that story after then. <laughs> but I really do believe that. So, The first thing I want to say to everybody is about business alignment and that five letter word that all of us want. And sometimes we don't want to talk about money. And so I immediately thought to invite her her to the summit because the first thing I did is hire a business coach. The second thing that I did, because I know that it's not going to be my gift in this world is to manage and organize money. I know how to make money, but then I want somebody else to organize it so I can stay in my zone of genius. And so she was the second person I hired when I don't think I was making any money at all. <laughs> so she was actually keeping track of my expenses. <laughs> but let's talk about some money, honey. So um, thank Yay you for, for money. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for being a part of this yeah, journey. absolutely. My journey as well. Thank you for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. So what we said, what we talked about when when we were organizing this is I really, really wanted to talk about your book first, because there's so many bits of information that I think we can pull apart that will be so helpful. One of the things I liked about her book is that it's energy based as well as practicality of money. So it's about how you bring money into your life. And Carolyn is really a strong holder of the energy of money, so let's go down that road. <laughs> so, I love it. Talk, talk a little bit about why you wrote your book, and then we'll get into the nitty gritty of the book.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, my book, The Land of Plenty, was inspired really by a lot of my clients, so people just like you, Candy. <laughs> um, so, as a bookkeeper, I um, have I opened my business about six and a half years ago. And over these past six years, I've had this honor and privilege of seeing people's intimate relationship with money. And I would say my superpower is really seeing how patterns and, um, and, and systems kind of fall into place. And I started seeing these patterns around people and their money. And I would have thought that, you know, the more money somebody has the better relationship with money that they Would have. You just think that that's normal. Um, And that's really not what I saw. And so I found it really fascinating because I have, um, and as their bookkeeper, I have the privilege of seeing how much money is physically in their bank account, not just that relationship with money. And so as I was looking at my clients' um, relationships with money, I have some clients that literally have millions. I have some clients that are you know, heiresses to huge family fortunes. And then I have clients that are lucky if they make, you know, I don't know, $10,000 a year. And I mean, as business owners, sometimes we don't even make that. And so I've seen this huge range of wealth and poverty in my clients' bank accounts. But the fascinating piece to me was that I did not um, expect to see such a wide range of those relationships with money. And so I started digging a little bit deeper And what I found is that abundance really is not directly related to how much money is in your bank account. And so then I started exploring that idea of what is it that makes somebody feel abundant if it's not the money that they actually have. And that's kind of when that whole concept of the energy of money and how you are, what relationship you have with money, and your ability to attract money with ease—how all of that started coming into play—and so I, that was kind of the basis of me starting that, the concept of my book. Um, and then I have a bonus chapter at the end of my book, which is kind of the nitty-gritty details. It's um, how you how to get your shit together with money, basically. <laughs> and um, I was inspired to write this because I was at a conference with a bunch of women who really were focused on money, and. Somebody was talking about working with a bookkeeper and, and one of the women raised their hand. There was about 80 people in the room and they, she raised her hand and said, hey, this might be a dumb question, but what's a bookkeeper? And my jaw just kind of dropped because I was like, wow, there's all these women who are focused on money and they don't even understand what a bookkeeper is, let alone why it's so important to have that. And this woman sitting next to me leaned over and whispered in my ear, and said, you should write an ebook about this. And so on my way home, when I was at the airport, I started frantically writing down all these notes that needed to go in this chapter. And so those two things kind of merged and that's how my book started to come together.
0: Oh Wow. That is, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So speaking of this beautiful book, I was hardly waiting for my signed autographed copy because when, um, when I start working with you. I don't think the book, I don't even know if the book was completely born yet.
1: No, I don't even think the book, the book might've had a little twinkle in my eye, <laughs> but, but I don't even think, I don't even think I had really conceptualized what the book was about.
0: <laughs> so I, um, you know, I'm, I'm, an entrepreneur. I'm, I'm busy, you know, we're all busy. And I was like, Oh, when am I going to get time to read this book? So I was like preciously holding on to this book, like drooling over, like wanting to read it. And all of a sudden we were going to Maui and I thought the land of plenty and Maui, that book works. (laughs) I love it. So I still have a picture like by the infinity pool that I want to send you, but I, I had like this infinity pool and I was holding up her book and her book looks like it was from the war zone because I take it to the beach. Then I'd like, I'd start reading it. Then I'd take a nap and then like, like it would get all wet and somebody would splash water. And I thought to myself, Oh, think about what was happening with that book. And there was water getting splashed all over it abundance. And then the next thing that happened is I was reading it and then I frantically get to the chapter so that I could fill out the little questions because that was helping me to get into alignment. But then I started thinking to myself, I kept going, taking naps the whole day. I kept taking naps and I thought, Oh, so I get to the next chapter and you start talking about working harder. Now I was exhausted. So I like, perked up. And I'm like, what is she talking about here? So let's talk about the work harder philosophy and being an entrepreneur since you were a really young girl (laughs) and what you learned about that mantra. Let's work harder. Let's work harder. (laughs) Yeah. So my parents
1: were both entrepreneurs and I learned from a very, very young age that you should work really hard. And that's just, you know, how I grew up. And I took most of that, um, belief, or all of that belief system into my life and into everything I did. And I entered the workforce and I worked in the corporate world for, I don't know, about 15, 16 years before I started my business. And I always approached every job with, you work really hard and then they're going to take care of you. And um, the last real job that I had before I started my business, I was running an event center. So my, my background's in event planning. And um, we were gifted a second building and it was a lot of work. I worked really hard to get it up and running. And when um, it came time to negotiate my salary, uh, I I approached my boss, gave him the rundown, very, very thoughtful proposal of how, how much we had accomplished to date. And uh, I suggested that I get around a 25% raise, even though there was three times that much in the budget, because I had created the budget. And he came back and offered me a 4% raise. Hmm. And I was like, what? (laughs) So um, I really sat on it for a while and decided that it wasn't really negotiable. And so I drew my line in the sand and said, "Um, I'll go back to running the one building. And he fired me. Hmm. So there I was without a job because I'd worked so hard and um, what that gave me was this gift of space. So instead of looking for another job, I started asking myself a lot of questions like, what should I do if I could live my life however I wanted to live it and I could get paid for doing something I love, what would that be? And that's how my first business, all the details consulting was born. And so that's when I started bookkeeping and doing events. And so um, I, for probably the first, I don't know, four years of that business also worked really hard. And what I did is I ended up replacing the work hard mentality of the corporate world and just recreated that in my business. And I kept just working harder and working harder and working harder. And I had no problem attracting clients. And so I would just get all these people coming at me. And it was great because I loved to close the deal and it was great to have all the sales. But then all of a sudden, I ran out of time because I just didn't have the time to service everything. And, um, and it finally took me really stepping back and going, okay, is this really the life that you want? And when I said no, then it was time to shift and it was time to really go through that money transformation and the business transformation. So I hired a coach um, who works in the Akashic Records like you do and really got my soul in alignment with what it was that I wanted to be and have and do. And I mean, I'm not going to lie. It was not easy, (laughs) but the results have been so amazing. My life now is, I feel like I live the dream, like literally. Um, I moved You to do. I've been yeah. to your area. It's a dream. <laughs> yeah. I, I have a pool. I live in San Diego. Like all of these things that I had been asking for finally showed up when I finally understood how to receive and how to let go of that idea that I had to do it all. And I had to work so hard in order to be worthy of receiving it. And so um, I talk a lot about this in my book. It's ba- that's basically the, the gist of what my book is about, but it's so important to really step back and look at how you are working in your business and is that in alignment with the life that you want to live?
0: I want to take a momentary pause here right now because one of the things that Carolyn said was she had the gift of, did you call it a pause or time instead of space least space? Yeah. And so how many of us may have had some space lately since right. February or March, <laughs> right? So remember part of business alignment is about taking time, taking that space. I truly believe what, what you're saying. Um, and then finding out what you really want. And that's where all the richness I think is the abundance lives is taking those momentary times. Like when I was in Maui, what, you know, with your book, I'm like, I'm working so hard. Like I worked a 33 year career. This was supposed to be fun and it was a business. I didn't, it wasn't a hobby. I'm serious about it. But then I was like serving eight clients a day, my Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So when I would go away on a trip, then running the business, I was exhausted because I was working too hard. And I thought, I don't want to do this anymore. So then I've had the gift of the pause, as many of you may have. And there was just a little pause. And I thought, what do I really want? And I thought, I don't want to work this hard. So when people finally get that revelation, what would you tell them to do next? So my
1: biggest advice, and this is of course coming from a bookkeeper standpoint, um, but, but my other superpower is really all those systems and structures. The very first thing to do is look at how those systems and structures are supporting you or causing you stress and strife. Um, even though I'm a bookkeeper for a really long time, I had this very elaborate system of how I tracked all my time. So I literally would spend probably a good hour a day entering all of my time into this spreadsheet and this time tracking app, and then I'd have to transfer everything over. And it was just, it was so clunky. And I was really resisting setting up systems to make things easier. And when I finally decided that it was time to make a shift. I looked at every single nook and cranny of my business and where could I save myself time and stress. And so putting those systems into place that support you is huge. So I got it so that I put all of my clients on retainers and their payments process every single month automatically. I have to do nothing. And on the fifth of every month, I have thousands of dollars in my account. It is amazing. And then the other piece is it's not just in your, in your business. It's also in your personal life. So if you don't have enough time to get things done, Are there people you can hire to help you like house cleaner, landscaper, meal prep, whatever it is in your life that is causing you to not have time to really focus on how you can generate money, then get those things put into place as well. Many of those tasks you can hire out for $20 an hour. And if you can make $50 $50 an hour, $100 an hour, $200 an hour in your business, why would you ever spend that time pulling weeds or cleaning your toilets? I mean, unless you really like to, but I mean, really, I <laughs> yeah, I don't either.
0: I like, um, I like pulling weeds.
1: Okay. So you can pull the weeds, but <laughs> don't clean your toilets. Um, no, no. <laughs> but really it's, it's getting those, those support structures in place that free you up to then generate more income. And the other thing that it does is that it creates this, the, the space is one of those baby steps that brings you that much closer to living the life that you want to live. And I know it's kind of that chicken or the egg thing because people are like, oh, I need to hire an assistant, but I can't afford it. Or I need to hire a bookkeeper, but I can't afford it. But Then it's like, well, what is it costing you to not have somebody in place? And could you, if you hired that person, could you make more money because it's freeing you up to have more time to
0: generate that income? Well, so I can give a little testimony here. So this isn't my gift systems i can establish systems like you know i have a really good system in my home you know today my boxing coach came yesterday my housekeeper came and my exterminator was knocking on my door while i was doing an interview so my systems are good but what caroline has done for me is when i start freaking out about money in the beginning of my business what she would do is she would call up my books for me and say candy this is normal growth like you're actually having growth and you're a new business owner. And she took me through each one of those components. And here's the thing, visually that calmed me down because what she was saying was being documented by the books that she was showing me. And so, and then she knows all these businesses. So she knows an average growth pattern and you said I was doing fine in the beginning. You know, you were like, why are you so worried? Like, look at this is going up. You know, so you really gave me a lot of encouragement too, when I was starting to get a little wonky about my money.
1: Yeah. And I do think that a lot of business owners, if you don't have a system in place to track your numbers, if it's not your thing, just like you were saying, I cannot recommend enough to have somebody to help you. And if you like doing books, great, like go for it. But <laughs> there are a few people out there that do. But but my advice is like a- <laughs> I know you're one of them. I know I'm one of them, but but my advice is that regardless of how you get it done, the simple act of tracking your money is huge because then you can actually see what's going on. Real numbers, real data. Because so many times that story that you make up in your head of I'm going to fail or I've spent so much money or I'm not making money or or, or I'm, I suck at money or whatever that story is, you're going to make it bigger and worse than it really is if you don't have your numbers. And then the other thing about having your numbers is that then you're empowered to make some really great decisions in your business because your main product may not make you that much money when you really look at it, but maybe this other thing that you haven't paid attention to is like something that would make you tons of money. And if you have those numbers and you can start to see where you are really making money, then you can make those decisions of how to pivot and how to really leverage what you're offering. Because without seeing those numbers, you have no idea.
0: Are you all hearing that? (laughs) how often should we look at our numbers?
1: So it kind of depends on
0: how, how
1: many transactions you have. So my advice is that if you have never really looked at your numbers, just start by logging into your bank account, maybe once a week and just, just scrolling through, you don't even have to do anything, but just, just look Scroll through <laughs> just, just look, because just that simple act of paying attention to your money and saying, Hey money. I'm glad you're there. I'm really grateful you're there because gratitude is huge. And if you're scared about what your balance is or whatever it is, just, you know, take a deep breath and that's okay. (sighs) (laughs) Um, But I I do think that, you know, once a month is a great time to really look at. um, So when I work with most, most of my clients, I do usually do something with them once a month where I take all their transactions, get them put into the books, go through any questions, um, send a profit and loss statement, which just shows your income and expenses. Um, That's a great thing to do once a month. Um, Once a quarter is a great time to really look at a bigger picture, like, oh, have I made more money than last year? Or are there places I could save on expenses or whatever that is? and then definitely you repeat that you know at year end and mm-hmm. around once a year i love to do what i call a money map which is where you take what you are going to be offering and how many clients you want to attract into those offers Ooh. and then plug them across the months of when you think you'll be getting the income in and then you you do the offsetting expenses as well so in financial terms it's kind of like a cash flow report But this is very different because energetically it's different. Comes more from that manifesting energy. So you're really looking at, okay, universe, what do I want to call in? And um, I try and do that usually about once a year. And then if I have a big shift in my business, like this year, perfect example with you know everything that happened with COVID. I felt like I needed to go back because I'm going to be offering a few other things that I wasn't expecting to offer. And so I'll go back and kind of tweak my money map. And the thing about a money map is that it it is like a budget, but it's really not a budget because it's really just a, I have this dream and how am I practically going to get from where I am right now to this dream?
0: So let's talk about the dream now. (laughs) So the money map, I hope you took good notes. And is there something in your book? I forget if you have the money map laid out or not. I don't remember.
1: I don't really have the details of the money map laid out, but it is a service that I offer. Okay. Um, so yeah, if people are interested, they
0: can go to my website. Because I really like that. Um, I, I actually talk about the energy of money. I you know, do not look at me for a bookkeeper. Never call me for that ever. (laughs) But what I can tell you about is, um, and I actually did a podcast the other day. It was about being in alignment with your business. And it talked about looking at your money more often because I was that person that would get the bills and I'd be like, Oh, Like breathe through it, breathe through it, right? And then I'd bring them in the house and then I'd let them sit there. So if I didn't open them, they really weren't there. (laughs) And it wasn't even I mean, I had the money sitting in the bank to pay for it. It wasn't like I was gonna get a big surprise. But I really believe having that handshake with your money by looking at those accounts and being really focused on that. And the other thing I changed out in my life is I have a bill pay account, meaning that money's going to go in and that money's going to come out. But then I have another account that's a profit account so that I put my profit shares in that account so that the energy of staying put is programmed into that component. Mm -hmm. And the other, it doesn't matter. It comes in and it goes out. Those are the bills. That's the living. So, anyways, and that's just, that. <laughs> yeah. I actually recently just set up two new
1: accounts, um, very similar to that. One is a having account because, um, as, as great a, at money um, and bookkeeping as I am, you know, I still go through my own money stuff as well. And I noticed that I have a hard time sometimes when I'm trying to have money because, and I think a lot of people struggle with this, so you get it in. And then you're like, Ooh, what, what should I spend it on? (laughs) And so I've really been focusing on getting in the energy of having money. And so I set up a having account. And so 1% of everything I bring in goes into the having account and it just sits there. So it's like a savings account. And then the other thing that really has become apparent with everything that's going on in our society right now is that I opened up a be the change account. And so that is the account that I, and I'm also putting 1% there. And that's the account that I'm going to use to make a difference in this world. And so, yeah. So, and that energy to me is, feels so incredibly expansive. So as I see injustices in this world, or if I see, um, you know, women entrepreneurs who are really needing just an extra something, I'm not sure what, what it looks like yet, but it is going to be um, my contribution of how to make a change in this world.
0: Ooh, that is so juicy. I love that. Yeah. So everybody should start a having account and be the change account. And the energy of that feels really good. If here's here's like my personal thing, growth and contribution is like spiritually a higher um, need base. And so the higher you grow and develop and level up, the more energy comes to you. Energy is money. Money is literally a piece of paper, but behind money is energy. And I I truly believe that. Yes. And what
1: was interesting, um, I'm going to jump in here if that's okay. Um, I wrote my book um, in 2019 and finished up the manuscript in the summer and then spent the fall editing and, you know, I, I released it in December And after, I can't remember if it had actually been published yet or not, but I read this book um, and I'm trying to remember her name. It's Sarah McCrum or something like that. And it's uh, Money Loves You. Mm -hmm. And she had, she was taking a money course and there was a question about asking money if it had anything to say to you. And so she asked money and apparently had a lot to say because she channeled like 69 chapters of a book. And I read this book like after I'd written mine. And we talk about money so similarly. Similarly, um, And I was reading it and within the first, I don't know, 10 pages. My jaw just kind of dropped to the ground because I was like, oh my gosh, money is who was talking to me as I was writing my book. And so one of the things that I would suggest when you're really tuning into that energy of money is talk to money. Ask your money. Money, how would you like to come to me today? Money. How, you know, like anytime you spend money, money, thank you for providing me with what I need. Now go off And bring more friends with you when you return quickly. I mean, just, you know, talk to money, have that conversation with money um, because it really does make a difference. If you're constantly in in that state of money, I hate you. I'm not going to look at you. I'm not opening my bills. You're never here when I need you. It's very different than that place of gratitude. So even if it's, you know, a penny on the ground or $10,000 that just came in, whatever it is, like show gratitude to money.
0: My my one girlfriend, she talks about love your business. And she tells you when you write your bills on the memo, if you don't need to use it, put thank you very much. And I bless this money because I know so much more is coming my way. And just to get into that energy of, Thanking money and being grateful for money. So I, I love this.
1: Yeah. And one of the things is that money loves to flow. And so, one of the things I talk about in my book, but I really, this is such a key concept if you're talking about the energy of money, is that when you spend money, so I'm going to give an example. So, I hire, um, I have a friend who cuts my hair, I give her $100. My friend then goes to a concert venue because she loves to see concerts, spends that $100 on tickets. And then the concert venue then advertises in a magazine and then the magazine owner then hires you, Candy, to read the records. And then um, you hire me to be the bookkeeper. And guess what? That $100 just became income for every single person that it hit. And it just regenerated. And mm. as, you, as you think about this, the universe is constantly expanding. And so our money is constantly expanding. And I'm not saying like go out and just frivolously spend, but I'm saying when you spend consciously in that way, and this is what I le- love to call a micro community. That money loves to flow around and around and it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and it becomes income several times over for multiple people. And so when you hear that phrase, money is infinite, it really is. And if you can stay in that energy of, wow, I'm going to spend this money on somebody that I I value their service. I want this service in my life. And know that that money is coming back to you. It's almost like reimbursements from the universe. So if you think, you know, oh, I'm going to buy my friend, um, you know, I'm going to Home Depot and she asked me to pick up, you know, something for her and she's just going to give me a check back. So it's like no big deal to spend the money, right? Because you know, your friend's going to send you Venmo afterwards. No big deal. When you spend money... In your micro communities, it's exactly the same thing. Hmm. So, you know, money really wants to come back to you when you spend it. And so if you, you know, say thank you to your money, I love that memo on the note, come back quickly and, you know, thank you.
0: There's more there. There's more coming. There's plenty
1: of money. There is plenty of money out there, but we get so wrapped up into that idea of fear and, and scarcity but if we can really stay focused on how much money is truly out there, it's, it's a game changer. It's a game changer.
0: It has been. Well, I want to talk a little bit about the abundant lifestyle that you have <laughs> and how... Um, you and a mutual friend of ours and i we all met up at this really nice it's my initial ch (laughs) charter house and it's right is it la jolla beach is it um it's actually in um encinitas yeah it's really close to the border of encinitas yeah so there's this charter house and i'm telling you if you want to go to some magical place this charter house is right on the beach and I don't get to see, um, Caroline very, or Caroline too much because, you know, I'm in Pennsylvania, she's in, in San Diego. So it's quite the journey. So I happened to be starting my podcast and I was going to see my podcast coach. And I said, is there any way we could meet up? So the three of us met up at this charter house and let's talk about that. That was so oh. much fun. Such a fun day. (laughs) And What I love about that
1: day is that, yes, I was seeing a client and all, but I mean, we basically met for lunch and when did we leave the beach? Like five or six at night?
0: (laughs) (laughs) They had to kick us out.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, when you think about having those three or four or five hour lunches, I mean, that's kind of living the dream
0: if you ask me. Well, we all talked about it because I think we went outside to watch the sunset. And so, first of all, let me just explain this restaurant. I mean, how magical it is. So, when you walk in, it feels a little hottie-dottie, you know, it's kind of fancy. And everybody looks like they have hair gel, like this, because everybody looks really pretty in San Diego. And so, (laughs) as you walk in, then these windows open all the way back. So, you're sitting on the beach in a fancy restaurant, literally feeling the breeze on your face. And um, did we order that? That chocolate lava mold. Yes. Yeah, 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 we did that. <laughs> we did that. So we were all. I think we shared it though, didn't we? Yes. Were, were we yeah. yeah. And so, um, last time Priscilla was like, Mm-mm, "I'm having," <laughs> she was like, Mm-mm, "You're not sharing with me," and I'm okay with that. So we all said though, we just sat there, we were giggling, we were watching the sunset, we took a walk on the beach, and we said, "This is." why we do what we, we do. None of us had to ask anybody for permission or a day off. Um, yes. Did we move our schedules around? Of course. But it was, it was luxurious and it was well-planned and it was so joyous and it was abundant. Yes. And I really feel we have abundant lives because of how we yes. look at money.
1: Yeah. And I, I do think that it's being able to um, live your life on your terms. And so if you're able to take a random Tuesday or Wednesday off and go to the beach and do whatever it is that you want to do. And yes, you know, you might end up working a, you know, Saturday morning for a couple of hours or whatever it is, but it, but that's your choice. And I think the big thing is that if you are open to receiving. And this is not just money; it's help. It's everything. Um, you have the ability to create whatever it is in your life, it, but it takes huge amounts of of um, mindset work in order to receive. Like the bigger you want to to go the more receiving you have to be willing to take. Oh. And I say that because <laughs> people sometimes look at me and are like, oh, you just made it lucky or you just, and I was like, well, no, I made very deliberate choices to create this life. And I also made very deliberate choices to um, choose things that make me feel abundant and spacious and expansive. And that's really what it takes.
0: Let's take that. Just say those words again. Everybody, take in these three words. Take <laughs> them into your body right now.
1: What did I say? It was expansive, expansive and spacious,
0: spacious
1: and abundant, and
0: abundance. Breathe that in, because that's what it is. That is. That's what exactly it is. What yeah, it is. That's your relationship with money. So speaking of abundance, I think you have an abundant gift for the listeners. And after you share that gift, then I'll make sure that anything else that you want to share that you share.
1: Yeah. So I have a free chapter of my book that you can download. Um, if you go to moneyempowermentproject.com. Right on the homepage, there is a link to the Land of Plenty, and that's where you can download the chapter. There's also a link in there that will take you to Amazon if you want to buy the whole copy, Um, but that free chapter is on my website. I also have a quiz on my website that you can take that's called Finding Your Money Mojo, and it really will help you understand some of the energy you have around money, Um, so I'd highly recommend that one as well. If you're curious how your energy relates to how you're either spending or receiving or, um, vacillating between that. Um, so that can also be really helpful when you're trying to uncover some of your money story. (sighs)
0: So that was a really rich interview (laughs) (laughs) filled with great information. I I also, I just want to take a moment to thank you because there is nothing like, and some of us still probably have it to do, July 15th taxes. So one of the things I used to say to my clients is I'd send them to, I'd send them her way and I'd say, all that you should be doing is hit print for your documents because she has everything so organized. So I'm going to my tax account and I have everything else in a little full file folder, like our rental properties and stuff like that. But I couldn't figure out like what documents that she needed. So guess what? I didn't even click hit click. I took my password in I, I've known this woman for so many years, and she went onto my QuickBooks and hit the document. So that's how deficient I was. <laughs> <laughs> but yet I knew like I was organized and I was efficient, and she was able to get what she needed. So if you're having any, any pain points right now in particular, um, and this this might be a really good time to reach out to hire her and get you organized with your money and have some of her what was it the mojo the the yeah, money, the money mojo the last thing i wanted to say and i think that this is important for energy and people's business alignment is in the beginning of my business i was using uh, this one thing i'm i'm going to say it was square but there was something people had to do there was another check that people had to do while I was managing it with my assistant, oh my gosh, what a whole hot mess. So I came to Caroline and this, I, she was already doing my books, but the actual purchases and stuff like that, if they didn't click that button, I was losing thousands of dollars each month. And I'm like, where's my money going? And it wasn't coming. It wasn't that it was going away. So I called Caroline and I said, Caroline, please help me with this. So we came up with the solution. So If you're having any pain around the organization of money, make sure the people that touch your business should have strong energy in the area or arena that you're hiring them for. And this woman has it. So she will hold your money safe and sound. And I think it's so important to have that confidence um, with somebody who could just seamlessly Go in, and then you hit a button on your phone with QuickBooks, and it tells you everything that's going on. So I'm so grateful for that. Oh, thank you. I want that for all of you, too. Yeah. Thank you so much. And I,
1: I do think that it's really important to just have that container that holds you and holds your money. And, you know, it, it can be different for everyone because, you know, in, in your business, Candy, you had certain things that you needed as far as how to receive your client's money and how to track your money. But every business is different. And that's what's so amazing to me about bookkeeping is that every one of us is different and every one of us has these needs, but we're able to create these customized containers that energetically hold
0: that space for you. Yes. <sighs> So let's wish some send some abundant energy your way and just sending all of you joy and love and happiness and abundance. Abundance, yes. Thank you so much for this interview. And I oh, hope it thank helped. you for having me. You're welcome. I hope it helped everyone because I, yeah. I really believe in in having support around your money, honey. So <laughs> thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Bye. See you and see you for the next day. Thank you for tuning into this episode. I hope that you feel more connected to your power within and that you take action from the guidance here today. For more information, please head to candicehaza.com where you will find more resources to help you and your business grow to the next level.